1: is to process aliens faster and encourage more to come. We know that to be true. I know it's true. You know it's true. Cartels know it's true. And people around the world know it's true. And that's why people are coming. That is false. The secure. It's not false. Yes, it is. The entirety of your plan says that. The Secure Fence Act of 2006 says what? That the Secretary of Homeland Security shall take all actions the Secretary determines necessary to achieve and maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders. Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control? Yes or no? Yes, we do. And we have we operational are... control of the borders. Yes, we do. And Congressman, and we are working to. Doing... So, what operational control define? In this section, the term operational control means the prevention of all unlawful entries into the United States, including entries by terrorists, other unlawful aliens, instruments of terrorism, narcotics, and other contraband. Do you stand by in your testimony that we have operational control in light of this definition?
0: Congressman, I think the um, Secretary of Homeland Security would have said the same thing in 2020 and in
1: 2019. The the, the, well, the secretary would have at least had a basis for saying that we have some sort of control of the border. But the fact is, we currently have people flowing across the border, including dangerous narcotics and dangerous members of terrorists, which your own agency sent a letter to my office. After eight months, we sent a letter saying there are 42 people on the terrorist watch list that are in the United States. But you just said to Mr. Jordan, you don't even know where the hell they are. That's, that's what you're saying is operational control, including entries by terrorists and unlawful aliens. It's not. It's not operational control.
0: (laughs) You know, I don't know how Mayorkas could sit there with a straight face during all of these hearings and pretend that the border is somehow under control. We know that's obviously false. I think it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. The people obviously on the border are feeling it because they live there. Everybody else, we're just watching it happen, but we know what's happening there. The border's been a mess since day one of Joe Biden, and uh, I don't believe that they're going to do anything to make the situation better. As a matter of fact, if they uh, remove ultimately Title 42, which everybody's trying to block right now and stop them from doing, but if it does ultimately get removed, it's just going to make the problem worse. To be honest, what Mayorkas should do is he should resign and hang his head in shame for doing what they're doing. The problem is, is that they are doing, uh, what the radical left wants them to do, what George Soros wants them to do. They want open border societies. Just let everybody come and go as they please. Um, unfortunately in every poll that I have read seen, it doesn't matter which polling company it is from all of them. One thing that all Americans are, uh, agreeing upon, at least the majority of us agree upon is that we want, strong borders so we don't have uh, troublemakers coming into the united states and i know anytime you say that right away it's oh everybody's a troublemaker coming across no they're absolutely not that that would be a complete lie if i said that they're probably 99.99 percent of people that are trying to come into the united states have a dream of a better life but that 0.01 percent those are the ones that are a problem, and some can be much larger problems, and others can just be a common riffraff that are a problem in our local cities and towns. So we need strong borders to, for the preservation of this country. <laughs> Let's be honest. So Mayorkas should resign and hang his head in shame. He's not going to, but he should. All right, Hunter Biden. Oh, boy, Hunter Biden. There is so much with Hunter Biden. You, I could read and read for days. My question to America, to the people running this country, is anything going to be done about anything that has happened with Hunter Biden at all? Because although I see so much coming out, what I don't see is any action. We keep getting different uh, news outlets that obtain this little bit of the laptop and that little bit, and somebody comes out with some photos and all of this that proves Joe Biden is a dirty liar, that Hunter's a crackhead, escort-loving freak show, okay, that uh, got enriched because daddy was in the White House, and is anything going to be done about it? Because obviously you know Joe's involved. Now, Joe would like you to believe and like to tell you that he's not involved, but Obviously, he was. They don't even have answers for it anymore. When the reporters are asking Saki different questions pertaining to evidence that's been uncovered in the laptop about Joe Biden being involved with his son, they don't really even have answers for it anymore. Most of the answers are deflections or they're broad and generalized statements, so that way you can't tie them down and say they were lying in any particular way when that question was asked. I'm going to play you two Saki audio clips back to back, just to emphasize my point here. Here they are. Does the president still maintain that he never spoke with his son about his business dealings? Does he also say that he has never spoken to his son's business partners about his son's
1: business dealings? Uh, He maintains uh, his same statements that he's made in the past. Uh, I would say, I know you're referring to uh, Waves records that were released more than 10 years ago. I really don't have uh, more detail or information on them. Looking at White House visitor logs, there were 19 visits to the White House while the president was vice president uh, by Hunter Biden's business partner, including one with the vice president. Do you us understand why that business partner had access and what those meetings were about?
0: I, I don't have any information on that. You know, that was just a couple quick clips to illustrate my point that no matter what comes out, it just seems like nothing is going to happen. Nobody's going to be held accountable once again. I mean, just recently, look at the email that came out about Hunter's bills from Katie Dodge. Uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't heard this, I'm sure you have if you pay attention. But if not, I'll read it to you real quick. It says, hello, VP team. I spoke with Hunter today regarding his bills. It is my understanding that Hunter's dad will cover these bills in the short term as Hunter transitions into his career. I have a list of current bills, which I am aware I have attached a list below. I am sure we will need to go over all of these to make smooth transactions. Hanny, I can log into and change bank accounts, or I can give you the logins. At any rate, I wanted to get the bill rolling. Please let me know a convenient time for this call. That said, uh, I am traveling for a holiday this weekend beginning tomorrow, and I will be back to my home office Tuesday. Also, it is understandable I will no longer be working for Hunter after January 31st. I will of course remain in touch if you have any further questions. Thank you. It's been a pleasure working with you both. I wish I had a chance to meet you. All the best, uh, Katie Dodge. So, if Joe Biden, like he said, didn't know anything about Hunter Biden's dealings, then how would he know to pay these bills for <laughs> for Hunter? He wouldn't. It's just a blatant lie. And then the story comes out this week about Joe Biden in his taxes uh, having $5.2 million unexplained in his income. I mean, really? I mean, you know, listen, honestly, if you were Elon Musk and you're worth $200 billion, you know, $5 million I could possibly entertain That you said you just missed it somewhere. It's just one of those things that happened to you know go out of your mind, or you just forgot about it. Because when you're worth two hundred billion, I mean, do you you, would you notice five million? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's ten hundred millions. In uh, a billion, and he's got two hundred billion. So uh, we're talking chump change. that Like be like me or you losing five bucks. So I get that in a sense. But when you're Joe Biden, you're not worth that much money. Uh, five point two billion I dollars. Don't, I don't. I just don't buy it. I don't know too many people that. Oops. Oh, I forgot to report that. I, I. You know, I totally forgot about that money. My God, I must have left that in the drawer somewhere. You know, I. I what was I thinking? Five point two million. Yeah. Yeah, see, I I don't buy into that crap. Now, I know the news media is not reporting that, and why would they? Because it just shows how, I mean, foolish he's going to look by saying that he he didn't know about it. Oh, I I must have missed it somewhere. I forgot to report that. Oh, really? Five million? Oh, a pesky five million. You know, God. I've got to make sure I report it next time. Come on. Jesus. Anyways, Hunter's a mess. Is anything going to be done about Hunter? Who knows? You know, I I don't really have a whole lot of faith in the justice system. I have not. Trump was restoring it during his presidency, putting judges in place that were more about the rule of law than they were uh, political operatives. And it was starting to get a little better. However, we're now back to the same old nonsense where you see all of this damning evidence coming out that obviously Joe Biden lied. He obviously knew everything that his son was doing. He was more than likely taking kickbacks because you got unexplained monies there that, you know, where did it come from? So obviously he's getting kickbacks from his son. You know, something should be done. We literally have a compromised president in the White House right now. He's absolutely compromised. He has proven to be a liar. I mean, why is this guy still there? I mean, on top of all the bad stuff, then let's get down to mentally how is this guy in the White House how Uh, did anybody watch his speech uh, Thursday anybody I hope you did if you didn't maybe you got on your social media account and you saw some clips if you did not I'm going to play you an audio clip of Joe Biden I don't know what in the hell who wrote whatever they wrote for him to read off the teleprompter I mean you want to talk about the struggle is real the struggle is real with this guy because mentally he's not there. Here is that you'll see what I mean. of uh, that will
1: enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their take their their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. <laughs> We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah.
0: Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracy. Today, Junior. Oh, my God. Do you see the problem I'm having with this? And if you're a lefty or you're an independent, don't tell me that this guy, that he's firing on all cylinders. He can't even get the word out. And I don't want to hear this crap about Joe Biden and his stuttering because before the presidential election, I dare anybody to show me that this guy had such a severe stutter. All of a sudden, he's got the worst stutter in the world. This is nothing against people that stutter. It's a real problem, for sure. But he ain't one of them. You could even flag him for that, that you're using a disability that somebody else has to your advantage to try to explain your incompetence and your lack of mental acuity. Really? This guy's just... He's not going to pay, Hunter's not going to pay. I don't have any faith in it at all, especially under current circumstances. Now, if we do something in November, am I more positive that if we are Republican-led in the House and Senate that they will actually do something with Hunter's laptop? Other than them calling him in to do some hearings and talk to him and try to force him to explain things, I don't see a whole lot of action coming out of them either because there are a lot of rhino Republicans. You have to understand the people up in Washington, D.C., they are swamp creatures and they are comfortable in their swamp. Why did they hate? Why did they hate Donald Trump? Just like the the right hated him just as much as the left hated him. When Donald Trump, Trump first got there, even though most of the right was against him. Why? Because he was the disruptor. He got in their swamp and he started drying it out and they didn't like it. He he started exposing everybody. He was exposing the media. He's exposing different political operatives that were up there. He's exposing all these people and they didn't like it because they're comfortable. So do I have a whole lot of faith that, oh, just because we get to that point that they're going to do something to their good old buddy old pal Joe? Because you know, you see that they talk a big game and they talk a tough game, but at the end of the day, they're all shaking the guy's hand. I'm not saying all Republicans, okay? I'm not saying the people like a Chip Roy or Jim Jordan. I'm not saying people like those guys, Uh, but there are a lot of them, and you know who they are. That they play both sides of the field as much as they, uh, you know, act like they're for one side. Then they're just as nice on the other. Yeah, I think one person that gets accused quite a bit for that, and uh, I don't follow him that closely because I kind of know that he's uh, wish-washy is Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham did good in the in the Kavanaugh trial that was probably one of his finer moments uh, pointing that out but that was probably for show as well. I mean do you really trust these people? Do you believe that he was that outraged during that trial? Who knows? Uh, But that's where we're at. Unfortunately, I don't think anything's going to be done about Hunter. Just like, I don't think anything's going to be done about Hillary and we're going to continue on. They are the elite and they show you that every single day. So you're a fool. If you actually sit there and think that they care about you or that you're important to them, you are absolutely not. Their swamp is important to them and them being the elite law and rule makers in this United States is what's important to them. You are collateral damage at best. All right. Oh, quick explanation. Now, I am not a untech savvy person. I have no issue with technology. I, I do just fine. I can... Uh, do most everything. I'm not saying I know how to write code and everything. Cause I'm not that nerdy, but you know, I'm as good as any average person is with technology. There are still things obviously I could learn. Well, well, I was going to do the live stream with this, but it didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? I'll try to explain it the best way I can. I bought a very nice camera, so it's very sharp, so the image is very good. However, the microphone plug into that camera, not so good, pretty crappy. So generally, when I record videos, if I'm just out and about, obviously I take it with my phone and you can tell which ones those are. If I'm seated in my little filming area uh, and I have the faux wood behind me, Uh, generally, I'm recording on that camera because the image is real crisp and sharp. Problem is, is I record my audio on the computer, but I record the video on the camera, and when I do my editing to get the video ready to distribute, uh, I have to sync up the audio and the uh, video. Well, with live stream, it's not really possible for me to make it work that way. Uh, If it is... And you know a trick that I don't know, let me know. Uh, I run most of my uh, my, uh, podcast and everything off of a laptop. The camera that I have that I plug in for the laptop, I don't use the one on it because that one is really crappy. But the camera that I can use on it is much better than the one that's built into it. And I can record the audio at the same time. However, I obviously do not have enough space on my laptop because it gets really slow. uh, And I pixelate out a lot and it breaks up. So even though you may hear my voice, the video part of it would be, you know, really horrible to watch. So I was trying ahead of time to get it going. Didn't quite work out the way I had hoped. So I abandoned ship on it, and that's why you did not see a live stream Thursday night. Uh, instead, I once I abandoned ship, I did my normal just recorded my podcast here so I could get that out to you guys for Friday morning. So if you're wondering why you didn't see it or you didn't even see a video, it's because uh, fr- Thursday nights for Friday, if I'm doing a video with it, I record at the end of the night uh, rather than first thing in the morning like I tell you I normally do. And since I recorded at the end of the night, I didn't have enough time to do an entire episode for the podcast, followed by get an entire video with it, and then do everything that goes with editing and uploading a video because it, it is time consuming. I don't know if you've ever done it. It's not the uh, quickest process. I would assume if you have a really good desktop, um, it's much faster. It probably uploads a lot quicker. What I'm working with... Um, because it's all budget friendly to me, it's slower. So it does take me some time. Uh, for example, the interview that I did with, um, uh, was it Wallace or, or Wallach? Sorry. Um, th- that took me almost as long to edit, upload and do everything as it did to record it. Uh, and then once I did do that, uh, distributing it to each one of the platforms was like an additional, upload time of 20 or 30 minutes, I think I was at it for probably four hours or so to get that out on time. So it's a little time consuming, which is why you didn't see it. And I just, you know, when you have an audience that listens to you and and I, like I said, I've been steadily growing nonstop. And since I went five days a week, it's been, I've been growing exponentially. It's been going very, very fast now, uh, almost a little faster than I could have ever uh, anticipated. Uh, So I wanted to explain to you why you did not see that. With that being said, you know what day it is. Oh yeah, it's your fun fat fact on Friday. Now, (laughs) I will tie this into being fat, I promise you, but I'm going to give you a quick little story and (laughs) show you how disrespected I am by my children and how it somehow ties into me being fat. So follow me here. So I got a four-year-old. And he's a boy. And he is all man. He's one of those little guys that walks around with his chest out. He's mean. He likes punching people. He's just uh, like a mean little Tasmanian devil. Whirling around. I I love him. I think he's the cutest little guy in the world. uh, Even though he's mean. And sometimes when he walks by, he'll just punch me in the leg as he walks by. And I'm like, that's nice. Uh, But (laughs) he's, he's a good little guy. Now, one thing about him is, is that uh he's very clean you know, he has something about him I mean we're neat freaks me and my wife anyways I wouldn't say we're like obsessive compulsive with it, but we like everything nice and tidy and neat so we're cleaning and vacuuming like thirty times a day just to make sure the house stays clean. That being said, the other day uh for Easter time, I decided to do a uh, fun thing for the kids and I got him a floppy eared rabbit. So naturally everybody went crazy to love the rabbit and that's wonderful. But every time that he plays with the rabbit and touches the rabbit, we tell all the kids, you know, wash your hands, especially if you're going to eat something or touch something because you know, just to, to help prevent from anything. So he ends up, uh, Playing with the rabbit and it's all good he had a good time and so I tell him to wash his hands and I'm in there with my wife and I'm drying dishes. year I think I might have been washing dishes anyways we're working on dishes together and we're talking so he goes in there and he washes his hands and I look over and he's looking around for the dish towel so he could dry his hands so he looks left he looks right he's looking around he doesn't know where it's at so uh, he gives a walks over to me grabs my shirt Dries his hands all on my shirt as I'm staring down at him. Keep in mind, I'm 6'4", you know, so he's, what, three foot tall? So I'm looking down at this midget, and I'm, I'm just wondering, what in the hell are you doing? And he just looks up and goes, thanks, Dad, and just walks away. And I hooked at my wife, and I was like, you know, uh, that's, how they, that's how he views me. I'm like a dish towel to that kid. I don't know what the hell went wrong here, but he thinks it's a good idea to not say anything. Ah, well, let me just go dry my hands on the old man. It'll be all right. So the only reason he's able to dry his hands on me is because at nighttime, when I'm in my sleeping outfit, and I always sleep with a shirt on, that's just my thing, shirt and shorts, I wear bigger white t-shirts and they're baggy. I get them. Now, when you're fat, you generally buy XL. Well, I guess I have reached a fatness in my life where it's no longer XL. They really want to hurt your feelings now and make you feel bad. (laughs) It's XB. And at first it hit me and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh my God, extra big. And I'm like, good Lord, I've reached a point where now I'm extra big. Well, because I wear extra big clothes, (laughs) I'm no longer extra large. I'm extra big. Oh, uh, my shirt is very loose. And I guess for him that just gave him the green light. Let me dry my hands on Fatty shirt. And that's what happened. So for all you fatties out there, good idea to wear clothes that are better fitted so you don't look like a walking dish rag for your children to disrespect you and dry their hands on you. I'm just saying. So that is my fun fat fact on Friday. Wear the right size clothes because apparently what I'm wearing is sending out a pretty bad signal. (laughs) I'm just saying it's that dumb. All right. It's been a good week. I've had fun. I've had some up and down days. Some of the days this week I have not been very positive about the direction of this country. I've read so much. There have been other days I've been so overloaded with work that I think that's why I was ranting and raving a little bit, especially yesterday. I was just whipped doing all this, but doing the best I can. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Uh, if you'd like to uh, reach out to me, littlejocc.com dot uh, Go to the contact section. I will get a hold of you. I will answer you back. Give me a little bit of time sometimes because, like I said, it's very busy. Um, if you'd like to follow me, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN. Parlor. I'm at the Real Little Joe Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, Facebook Little Joe's Conservative Corner, and YouTube Little Joe CC. Otherwise, have an awesome weekend. We will do it again on Monday.